Huggies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Episode 12. <laughs> In my hand. Ugh, the results from the Scientologist. The results of my <sighs> Scientology personality test. You have yours as well. I'm not going to wave mine around and you'll know why. They shall be revealed in this episode. <laughs> Jesus, that was a really intense opening. I know. I'm intense. <laughs> I'm intense. Um, no, that was me. You were like huggies and I was like, oh. oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got Scientology personality tests and the uh, results are amazing. Yeah. Couldn't be happier. <laughs> I want to say <laughs> I want to say it right now. But I don't think you're going to get it until like 20 minutes into the episode. Yeah. So listen, it's kind of interesting. Also, we talk about there's a crazy hurricane happening right now in Florida. It's actually the biggest issue. We have so many family and friends in South Florida. So even really talking about the other shit. I know. I feel. Is is weird, but we just have to keep going. We're just trying and to be like entertaining in these times of <laughs> chaos. What, what can you do? So uh, um, we, we talk about the hurricane. You have a spider story. Oh, God, I have a stupid spider story. But most importantly, <laughs> the results of our Scientology personality test uh, coming up here in episode 12 of Hugs and Hugs, which begins now. So I had to get a jump to get to your house tonight. So your car battery died? Yeah, I have no idea why. I hope my alternator's okay. I feel like it's always the alternator. Oh, I think you're, you are you mean to be saying alternator. Alternator? You said alternator. Oh, the alternator. <laughs> yeah. Um, Wait, but if it's a jump, then it's most likely your battery. Well, I think I might have just left a light on or something. It's always a worry. Thank God for my roommate. He's got jumper cables. He's got tire irons. What are tire irons? It's just like, you know, you need to like change a tire. He has tire irons? He's just got like a handyman set. I don't even know. Do you know how to change a tire? Yes. Barely. So I feel like the answer is really no. No, I could. In dire straits, I could. How long would I take you? I might need to look at a YouTube video. (laughs) (laughs) You would (laughs) most deaf have to watch a tutorial. but, But how about this? I pop my hood like it was no thing. That's very easy to do. I know exactly that the red goes on the red. And the black goes on the black. And then my my roommate did it with his truck. And he goes, vroom, vroom. And then I wait two minutes. And then I start it. And here I am. I made it. I'm very happy for you. Thank you. I would never. I mean, it would be a trip A sitch immediately. Trip O. You would. So wait, you're like trying to rag on me. I just got my car here by myself. You would need triple A to jump your car? Well, I'm going to be super. What's the word? Sexist? Sexist. I would think, like, I feel like it's not a crazy thing that I don't know how to change your tire. Even though it would be super badass. But for this, this was not a tire change. This was a jump. Could you jump your car? Oh, that's right. If I gave you a pair of jumper cables right now, would you be able to? Yes. Really? Yeah. I would have to watch a tutorial. <laughs> I could do it without a tutorial. <laughs> That's very good. It's very color-coded. The red goes red, the well, black I, goes yeah. black. Ba-ba-da-boop. I pretty much know, but I would want to just watch a video just to make sure. Mm-hmm. Well, because if you don't do it right, then but in there's that, sparks flying. It gets crazy. In that sitch, though, most likely, who's whoever I'm getting a jump from is going to take the lead, I think. That'd be me. I'll take the lead. I'll show you how it's done. Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm uh, a pro. All right. You broke down, I'll help you. I'll put the red on the red. So moving forward, if I ever break down, should I call you? Last resort. <laughs> like if there's nobody else. 
if for nothing else, I'll be there for for moral support. Oh my god, I do have to say. Okay, so I think I have a giant spider living in my car. In your car? Uh, well, so okay, so years ago when I got my car, like I've had it, I got it maybe two thousand nine. Mm-hmm. I was driving in Florida, and I was driving, just this driving. Bo- this home. before you moved here. Yes. So okay. this was two thousand. This is years ago. When did you move here? 2012. Okay. Okay. So I'm just driving along. Just driving Like Okeechobee driving Boulevard. Along. Okay. Okeechobee. Yeah. It's like a late night sech. There's like four lanes on Okeechobee at one point or something. I'm very relaxed listening to my music. And then I look with like the street lights as I pass like a street light and it lights up part of my car. I see a giant white spider. Ugh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Right on top of my steering wheel, like my hand is legit. <laughs> my hand hugs is like like an inch away from it. Oh no! The spider is so big. It's not just like a little, little spider. It's a big spider. It was like a. It looks like a pregnant mom queen spider. Pregnant mom queen. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, no. And she's just chilling on the top of my steering wheel, and she's just like stretching her legs. Oh god. I was in the middle of Okeechobee. I had to like. I mean, it was immediate. I was like, oh my God. And I like get over to the far left lane. I pull over. I like call my dad. It's like, you called your dad. It's like one in the morning. He was so upset. I was like, you have to come get me on the side of the road. He's like, what? Wait, you called your dad at one in the morning because there was a spider in your car that you could have just gone Hugs. to and that no, would have no, been no. it? Oh God. And I, now you're saying that that oh. same spider from 2009 still <laughs> lives in your car? Okay, what are you, maybe. You're a lunatic. No, so listen. So then whatever, my dad thought it was crazy and basically said what you said. Sure, And was like, just he goes, Meg, <laughs> just get home. Shut up. Yeah. So whatever. Now I've seen a spider. Uh, they're always white. These white ones. Another one came about. I realized like a year ago I was going to, I was like finished. Sp- albino spiders. And it's the only ones that are in my car. I was leaving a, a stand-up show and I was like feeling great. It was like, I had a great set. Da-da-da-da. You got some laughs? Got some laughs. Get in my car. N- another spider. I was like. So the first one from 2009 laid eggs. I think, I think so because I don't think spiders live to be. We'll see. Eight so that's the old. thing. It either is a very long living spider, or it laid massive fucking eggs, and it made it across from because I got my car. My car was shipped here from mm-hmm. Florida. You didn't drive it. No, I shipped her. I did the cross country drive. No, I shipped her. You shipped her. <laughs> Why didn't you do the drive, man? Uh, because I just was like, ang- I think I was just like anxious to get here, and I think like when I broke down, like. Uh, expenses it was going to be roughly the same and I was like I might as well just not put the miles oh on my, my car God, mine was great no I, I didn't want to put the miles I, on well, I, you didn't I did the two nights in New Orleans two nights in Austin then you have that really shitty drive from Austin to Tucson that sucks West Texas sucks then I saw the Grand Canyon and now I'm here it was great well I shipped my car no spiders okay so then I forget about the spiders Every time after I, I get I, something happens, I, I either kill it. I bo- I've bombed my car. Like I've bu- done that too because I, I had bugs when I lived in Florida. I didn't have spiders. Oh, I, feel I just itchy. had I just had six legged creatures. Oh, and it would be the worst because I'd be going on a date. And oh, I'd be a gentleman. I'm a gentleman. I open the door. You have to like slowly 
Oh god, I like I oh honestly god, feel so, I feel so itchy right now. Cock blocked like critters. Oh god. Like I cringe. I cringe. And I bombed it and there was nothing cuz I lived in like this place it was just buggy. Yeah. Well, so anyway, so I've bombed so I've bombed my car like a bunch of times. I forget and then I'm like, "Okay, I there I clean I'm very clean. I clean my you car. Are clean. I wash very my clean. You're I very wash clean. my car inside out all the time." I just the other night again I stop at Trader Joe's. It's nighttime. As soon as I'm about to pull out, I see a little fucking, a fat pregnant one again, a white one. Oh, God. Crawling across. I'm like, oh, my God. So I wasn't able to get it. I don't know where it went. Did you call your dad? (laughs) I thought about it. (laughs) The point of this story is. Uh, I'm really, really anticipating the point. Just that I was driving home, and I forget that there might be a spider living in my car. Driving home the other night, this wasn't too long ago, Hugs, and it was like late at night, driving home from work on the highway, and I I didn't even see anything. I just felt something, and I immediately started freaking out. I was like, oh my, like, and I like started waving my arms around. The car next to me is like honking at me, and he's some guy judging me, and he was like, all right. Oh. Are you... Sorry, I've never had my phone not on silent. This is the first podcast. I'm in the middle of the very oh, intense gr- spider story. All right, continue. So, that's the first time I didn't have it on silent. All right, free pass. I get one strike. That's it. Anyway. I even, anyway. I start freaking out. The guy who drives next to me, he literally goes, what the fuck? And I'm like, and I was like, you don't know. Like, you don't understand. And I was like, I <laughs> contemplated. I I contemplated pulling over and legit calling you. Yeah. Or so I was like, who would I call? You're going to call me about the spider? Maybe. Like, lunatic hit it with a shoe i know well uh, anyway this time it could have just been my imagination anyway so you will forever have albino spiders in your car (laughs) i drove the rest of the way home with my interior lights on (laughs) probably scared away pretty good tactic devastating so we did something pretty fun today oh my god now do we want to go over the fun thing we did yeah. I mean, should we first address the fact that our family and friends are about to get smacked by a ridiculous hurricane? We started the last podcast talking about hurricanes, and they were like, oh, remember when we used to have hurricane parties all the time? It was so much fun, yada, yada. Well, yeah, it was fun when it was like a Category 2 or a 3, and it kind of sort of hit you. This one is a Category 5, 185-mile-an-hour winds. It's already wrecked you know, St. Thomas, St. Martin, Puerto Rico. It's pretty devastating, and it's huge. It's like the size of Ohio, and all of our family and friends live in South Florida. I mean, they're about to get directly hit. I know some of my friends evacuated, but, like, my folks and my brother, they're they're staying, and it's kind of like this is the first time I could think of when a hurricane was approaching Florida where I'm not even there, and I'm more scared than I've ever been just because my family's there. My friends are there. I feel the same. This is the first hurricane that I really feel... Uh, re- genuinely worried about because again we've had so many that like it's like we're jaded. To yeah, that. Well, yeah, we're, yeah, we're just kind of like oh whatever. It's almost like the cool thing to do. Like where people in North Carolina will get freak- freaked out. will be like, Ugh, pff, we're Floridians. We do the deal with this like three times a year, or whatever. Yeah, it's like not a big deal. And like I feel like Florida's pretty set up infrastructure wise for like hurricanes. So like generally, I feel kind of like solid with this. But like honestly, after Harvey, like and watching the footage of that. That was devastating. And then, you know, you're watching these stories and, like, 
Anderson Cooper, who is just a dreamboat. Are you pissed that he's gay? Hands down. <laughs> I'll let him know. <laughs> no, I like him too. He's so I guess I have more of a chance God than you do. damn attractive. Yeah. No, he I I love him. He's so fucking attractive. I think he's great. I, I like the way he does news too. He's yeah. just he's good at what he's he does. He's very good. Yeah. Anyway, he follows this woman to her like in a canoe to her house. Well, that's his style too. Uh, He'll be like in Iraq, like with a helmet, <laughs> like a machine. We're in the bunker right uh, now. Like that's that's kind of how he got his name. He's so good. And you know he comes from like a super wealthy family, but yeah. he never he could have just been rich boy, but instead busted his ass and has become very successful himself, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Well, Great I, documentary on him and his mom on Netflix. If you right. love him, you have to see it. That's right. His mom was Gilda. Or what? No, not Gilda. Oh, what was her name? That's she right. made I remember. like famous jeans. I think we've talked about. We've this. talked about, it and I forgot. If you have a crush on Anderson Cooper, just it's on. What's it H- called? HBO. It's called just when you're on HBO, just look up Anderson Cooper. I forget because it's been like two months. Anderson since Cooper it. documentary. Okay, cool. Yep. I will. But yeah, it w- it wasn't in, like you know after Harvey, it kind of like hit me watching these like people like go you know very normal whatever. Anyway, you just never think it can happen to you. And so after that and then hearing this, it's just like I really I really am scared. I'm scared too and it's like a different kind of storm than Harvey. Like Harvey was more of a wet storm. I mean, obviously this will be wet too, but I mean, most of the problems from Harvey stemmed from flooding mm-hmm. and so far the problems with this have been the crazy winds, like literally just blowing roofs off houses and you know, all the debris just it's yeah, and it, it, what's so scary about it is that like everyone I believe is preparing the best they can, but she's so unpredictable that mm-hmm. like this was like three nights ago. I was talking to my family about it, and they were like, their plan was to get in the car and to drive to North Carolina to stay at my cousin's house. Yeah, and everyone was very scared. And then the next day, they're like, it went down to a category three, and we think you're going to be fine. Actually, don't evacuate. You know, because we're we're at this point afraid of like everyone getting, you know, stuck in traffic, like stuck in gridlock and like whatever. So then they did it. And then the next day later, now it's bad again. Yeah. Well, it's hard to predict. And now it looks like it's directly hit. And then I'm talking to my mom today. She's like, Brian. You have to come home. I'm like, I have to come home. I live in Los Angeles. I live 3,000 miles away. She's like, get on a plane. I'm like, I'm not going to get on a plane and go into a hurricane. You're I doing bet, it wrong. I you bet get the, on a plane and you come to Los Angeles. You're backwards, lady. I bet the f- tickets are very reasonable. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I don't even know if they would still be accepting flights into Florida. But did you see right before it hit Puerto Rico, like a plane landed minutes before the hurricane landed? It was crazy. I, I just saw it on CNN while you were uh, getting changed or whatever. They were showing the story. Yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't see that. But I did see on like Facebook today a friend of mine who lives in New York, um, posted that he's flying. He flew in today. Really? He flew into Florida to so help his family. Have done that? Well, that's what I thought. I was like, oh, God, what a nice son. Oh, God, come to my apartment in Hollywood. Uh. I'm not going to go to Delray Beach. I don't know. I you know like, what's? You know what I was thinking about? What? So, like, because we're so used to, like, hurricanes, I'm thinking about my... Initial reaction is like make sure you stock up on the booze, right? Because oh, yeah. it's because it's always oh. a hurricane party. But then what's scary is that like this one is so unpredictable that like Floridians because we're so jaded with it yeah. that I think everyone's just going to be having these hurricane parties, mm-hmm. and then they're going to get wasted, and then 
they're going to be fucked when they have to like when they like have swim when they have to like deal with saving their lives. I know. Wait, look at this. My buddy Mikey. Hold on. He was just at Walmart. Like I almost want to tell my 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 sister and my family to like not drink at all. Well, or just, you know, drink responsibly in a hurricane. Look at this. So this is from a couple minutes ago in Walmart. He was trying to get beer. It's oh my fucking God. chaos, dude. It's insane. They have plenty of bananas. <laughs> yeah, there's plenty of bananas. <laughs> Not a lot of water, but yeah, if if you don't realize this, there's like no place to get gas. Everyone's out of water. That, if that man knew that his head was featured so much in that pet. I know, yeah, yeah. And uh, I don't know, it's scary. It's funny, it's two podcasts in a row we're talking a lot about hurricanes, and it could be three in a row. There's another hurricane right behind it, Hurricane Jose. And then there's like a Tatiana or something. There's a Tatiana. No, it goes alphabetically. <laughs> no, there are a Katia. H-I. I is Irma. J. It's, yes, Katia. There's a Katia. Ka- yeah. <laughs> Hopefully we don't get to Tatiana. <laughs> I remember one year there was so many, they had to do the alphabet again. Wait, so what's the thing with it? Because I remember being a kid and thinking to myself, because of however the algorithm or whatever works, I remember thinking that like, I'll never have a hurricane named after me and being so sad. I don't know how it works. But there's a thing. You could. No, 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 but there's a reason why. I just know it's alphabetical, and you can look it up on Wikipedia. And so the last one was Harvey, H, and then after H, I, Irma, yeah, and then Katiana or whatever. But I think. Or Jose, and then Katiana. There's got to be a reason why I was devastated about this as a kid. You probably just looked it up. Oh, God. She's burping, folks. Oh my Did God. you puke a little bit? You're no. like holding your mouth. Well, because like- it was like a deep. I'm so sorry. That was so. It was like a deep one. No, it was deep. It's because we're, we're drinking sparkling, sparkling water. Sparkling water. And this is one other question before we get to like our big thing here today. Mm. So I tried to go grab a Lacroix from the uh, refrigerator. Yeah. But you don't do. You go stop. That is my roommate's Lacroix. You go with the sparkling Arrowhead. Yeah. Or why do you why do you choose these or the Trader Joe's? What makes you choose this over the look? LaCroix? LaCroix? How do you say it? LaCroix. LaCroix. What else? Uh, Sure, I'd be happy to answer this. Um, (laughs) LaCroix only comes in a can. Oh, you like a bottle. I love a good bottle. Because you know what the world needs? More plastic. Yep. I'm fine with it. You know there's just like an island of plastic. I'm fine with it. (laughs) I'm fine with it. Because you know what? Sometimes I'm not done. I'm not done with my sparkling water. No, you're not done with any of it. There's a bunch of (laughs) half-filled seltzer bottles. Yeah. I want to put the top back on. Top her back up. Okay. Save it for later. good reason. Cheers. Cheers. All right. So our uh, thoughts and prayers. I don't really pray that much. But yeah, you know what? The older I get, I do kind of pray. I just pray for good energy and we're sending it to South Florida. Yeah. I mean, and there's the other thing that I have to do tomorrow. So I downloaded that app. I guess it's called Zillow. Zillow. Oh, the walkie talkie. Yeah. Well, supposedly that's supposed to be useful if you don't have power or service, but I read that you do still need to have service for that to work. Yeah. So I don't know. That's why I want to test it. Cause like, Oh, maybe we can test it out after the podcast. Yeah. I'll download it. My my family has it, but I want to try it with them too. So we kind of all know how it works. I mean, it I don't I I will react terribly if like I can't get a hold of anyone. Yeah, this is genuinely scary. Yeah. So I'm I'm scared and I just love you everyone and like so many friends and family there. I love everyone so much and I, I'm like I Yeah, I, I'm really no, but even in your voice I can hear it and I feel it. And I was even when I was talking to my mom today, I was like, Hey, are you okay? And she's like, No, not really. Do you have anything nice? So I literally had to just like joke around with my mom to like cheer her up. She was getting like really upset. 
Yeah. And your father doesn't do anything around here. Mm-hmm. Of like, oh shit. I mean, and it's also just, it's a lot of work too. It's like so much work. So much. You shutters and getting all the stuff from outside. A lot of people have boats. That's a pain in the ass. <sighs> a lot of boats in Florida. So our thoughts and prayers uh, to everyone in Florida, which we know so many people down there. It's pretty scary. Um, Hopefully, yeah. Anyway, love everyone. Love, love, love. Fuck. I'm just like, okay. I know. I know. It's nerve wracking. So, (laughs) anyway, today, Megan and I had the pleasure of going to the Scientology Center (laughs) on Hollywood Boulevard. Mm. Now, I've walked by this center, Jesus, I don't know, 400 times. Also, keep in mind, there's like between my house and your house, there's three huge Scientologists. They're centers. everywhere. Florida, I lived there for years, never met a Scientologist, saw a single Scientologist place. Although I think there's one on the other coast in like Fort Myers or something. There's one in like Clearwater. And yeah, that's Clear- actually where I that's think like, like the, the headquarters. Mecca. Yeah. But where we were from, East Coast, I, I never knew and Scientologists. I, yeah, I didn't even hear about it. And then you move out here, it's the very first thing you hear of. It's all over the place. I'm, I have a good buddy who was a Scientologist. And we just never really talk about it because I don't, I don't feel like Who is it? Do I know him? I don't think you've met him. Okay. He's the sweetest kid. Yeah, because he's a Scientologist. I, well, we're going to get into that <laughs> now. They're so, very nice. Every time you walk by the center, they're like, hey, do you want to come do the personality thing? And I always say no. And then, what was it? Just a couple days ago, I was like, Megan, I have a great idea. Mm-hmm. You're like, what is it? I'm like, I think we should go take those personality tests mm-hmm. at the Scientology Center. You're like, yes. Yeah, I'm immediately so, in. So today was the day. Today was the day. I'm so, the thing is, I'm so intrigued with the Scientology thing. I've watched the Going Clear documentary of like, I watched Leah Remedy's show about like, get leaving the church. Yeah, and they like, do not paint a very nice picture in regards to Scientology. Yeah, and so I'm just, it always, it just intrigues me. So well, I'm going immediately- into it, yeah, I've seen the same things. Going into it, I'm like, well, you, we've already talked about it. Yeah. I, I think most religion's a bunch of crap. And uh, okay. uh, But at the same time, if you are religious and it helps you and you're not shoving it down anyone's throat, more power to you. I don't care. As long as you're not like saying, I'm going to go to hell. If it works for you, it works for me. But uh, with Scientology, L. Ron Hubbard, who invented the religion. Look at that pamphlet. We know, have we talked about this? The fact that he has the Guinness World Record for most pieces of fiction published. He's in the Guinness Book of World Records for having more fiction. Meaning not real. Meaning not real. It should just be real. Fiction, okay. Fiction should just be real. What do you mean fiction should be real? Fiction should mean real. Why are they doing that to us? What do you mean? So now when you say fiction, it's like not, not real. No, no, no. Fiction is not no, real. Right. Don't you understand what I'm saying? Mm-mm. If if we're looking at what is real or not, it's it's so easy, m- more easy to go fiction, real, not fiction, not real. No, fiction's a story. Okay. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so fiction is not real, although Megan wishes it was real. <laughs> um, so he holds the record for that. Also, if you've watched this documentary, in my opinion, L. Ron Hubbard was kind of a creep. Uh, yeah. Very much and so. he has horrible teeth. Well, Have you seen? And he wore the captain's outfit. Have you seen the movie The Master? I did a couple of years ago. What's his name's in it? Philip Seymour Hoffman. Oh, rest in peace. Yeah. He was great. Well, I think that um, the whole idea of that movie was about like the yeah. idea of Scientology. I remember it was like a culty sort of movie. Just like a brainwashing kind of thing. So yeah. Anyway. There's not like a great rap behind Scientology, but the Scientologists that I've met... 
in Los Angeles have been very sweet people. So one of the things they do to kind of get you in is they provide these personality tests. Right. So I think the whole idea behind it, because at first I was a little confused. Like I was like, what am I, I'm taking a personality test. What is this? Like getting my horoscope read. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. you could do that anywhere. Yeah. But then understanding that like you're getting this specific test and then based off of that information, they have certain ways to say like, well, this is where you can improve. And Mm -hmm. like, and I think that the whole personality test is centered around like success. Yes. So it's like, if you want to be successful, this is where you're not, right? Yeah. And that whole religion actually seems to be based on success. Yeah. It's like how to improve yourself. And then at the end, they'll be like, well, if you join Scientology, you can improve this, this, this. And honestly. Yeah, it was at the There are a lot of successful Scientology. It's almost like sort of a religion, sort of a business deal. Like I think Scientology, there's a lot of them in Los Angeles, and I think they give each other work. Well, so one, yes, Yes. 100%. Yeah. That's why it's super Hollywood-based. But also, like, if you think about it, if you break down what Scientology is, and because it is so success-centered, like, it makes sense. I mean, what they're doing is, like, giving you the tools to be successful meaning like they're zeroing in on certain like things that may not be great about your personality and they're giving you positive reinforcement and they're like and and so yeah i mean it's with anyone if you we kind of caught the scientology <laughs> bug a little bit today at the end of it you seemed like enlightened in a certain way no 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 it wasn't enlightened it kind of just confirmed what i had already thought which is what mm-hmm. i'm saying like yes. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, it's crazy how they go about it because they're sucking the money out of everyone. And, and it's tax-free. And it's tax So it's this crazy business loophole. And then you can't get out. And then all of a sudden you're a part of this fucking cult. So all of those things, obviously not good. A little sketchy. <laughs> a little but the self-improvement. Sketchy. Self-improvement. Yeah. But if you think about it, just it's like if we're going to get a group of friends together and just give each other positive reinforcements, be like, yeah, bro, you can do it. You can do it. You're so good in this area. Just stop focusing on this. Focus on like that's all it is yeah well the guys that conducted the test could not be nicer we were really surprised so here's the personality test we get in it is a three-part test first off i go in they're like fill out this form name address phone number i put my name i put a fake address i put a fake phone number they're just kind of variations of different addresses and numbers i've had Okay. Same, same you with me. You did the same thing. You even used a fake name. Yeah, I, I used my sister's last name, her married last name, and my first name. And I forgot I forgot my address, my phone number too. Well, no, no. This, so this is what happens. I didn't think we would need to remember our fake information. <laughs> but as soon as you take this three-part quiz, the first piece of paper they give you, they're like, oh, yes, please, once again, uh, give us your name, address. And I'm like, oh, shit. There's like three separate times that like go... They're like in like different times that like you have to fill out. You have to fill out your information on three separate occasions. So if they actually analyze my information, they would see three different addresses (laughs) and three different phone numbers because I did not know that I had to memorize these fake things that I was giving them. I stuck a little close to home in terms that I knew I I didn't want to get ballpark. Ballpark. Oh, I did want to say this. What I found interesting was that because before we went in, I'm thinking to myself. They're going to know that we're just trying to figure it out and kind of making a joke or whatever. What I found very interesting was that we walk in and there's just, it's like a big, it's like a hotel lobby. It's very clean. Very nice. Mm -hmm. And the girl who is at the reception desk or whatever, she is very nice. Cute. 
Okay. She was cute. She was fine. She was cute. Okay. Seven point two. Cute. Really? Seven point two? No way. She was like a four. She was enlightened. Oh God, you're a Scientologist. <laughs> you're a Scientologist. No, I'm not. Keep going. Oh, you're gonna. So you, you're just impressed. With, yeah. So it is this like because you, uh, sci- uh, you want that Scientologist want that vag. Scientology vag. Scientology mm. vag. All day. All day. Okay. What I thought was interesting though was when we walk in and they say, "Oh, what brings you here?" I was kind of stressing about some lie I'm going to have to make up. And then you were just super honest. You're like, we're just curious. And they accepted it. They accepted just it. Just like, okay, totally. Yeah. Just kind of seeing what it's about. And, and we're like, yeah. And she's like, okay. She's like, how did you hear about it? I'm like, I don't know. Everywhere. <laughs> Every, and I literally, that's when I chimed in. I was like, I, I checked all the boxes. Yeah, no, there's like boxes. How'd you hear about it? Internet, TV, book, blah, blah, blah. And then there was like a, one that said other. And then in that one, I just wrote all of the above. Check. <laughs> I checked all of them. But yeah, I think that that is a, another tactic that they have. Which they were is, very friendly. It's being friendly and also accepting. Accepting. Because there were zero signs of the, of her judging us. No. Being like, oh, are you gonna are you trying to make this a thing? Zero. Zero. It was 100%. Sure, sounds great. Yeah, and I, she probably knew we were doing like a bit. Yeah, but they're trained to just be like, great. Yeah, so right on. And I bet they looked at my addresses, saw they were all different. They didn't call. I was like waiting for them to call me out on it. So let's get to the test. So, so it's a three-part test. Me and Megan are sitting next to each other. They go, here's the first part. It is a 200-question personality test. Yeah. It's a Scantron sheet. <laughs> so you have a pamphlet, and you have your Scantron. You either answer yes, no, or maybe. Maybe. Right. There's like an in-between thing. Right. That could be like undecided or or just maybe you fall in the middle. So like one of the questions is literally, <laughs> does emotional music have quite the effect on you? Duh. Yes. Of yeah. course. I immediately jump back to that time where I started crying in my car to Alanis Morissette's ironic. Sure. Isn't it I, ironic? Same, same for me. Do you bite your fingernails? Duh. Yeah, oh my God. We're both the worst with that. <laughs> So what other, like, do you get jealous of your friend? I mean, what, there's so, so many, there's some weird questions too. Yeah. So it's a 200 question thing and it's, it's, this one is not timed. You can take as much time as you want. And you beat me by about two minutes though. Yeah. Well, because I had even asked before I went in, I'm a, not a good test taker. And I know that people say that that's not a thing. It's a thing. Mm-hmm. I'm not a good test taker because it, it puts me under pressure and I feel like I have to, I get overwhelmed with like the time and all this stuff. Yeah. So my, and also, I, I tend to overanalyze everything. Like, I could sit on a question and go back and forth with if yes or no, yes or no, because I do. I could identify with both. And what they say, though, is just go with your first instinct. Right. Another thing is, I haven't taken a test in, like, 12 years. Yeah. So, so this test was specific, very personality-based. I mean, yeah, those are those are the kinds of questions. Um, other things I can think of, like, if you're at a party, um, you're going to – circulate or whatever you're gonna make your way around the room or or another question yes or no well another question is like do you start conversations or do Mm -hmm. you let the other person start yes a bunch of all over the place interesting personality based questions yeah 200 of them total yeah and i really took his advice of just going first instincts that's why i flew through i just in that first instinct you beat me and i thought i was going fast yeah Second part of the test. Okay, so they so you wrap this up, and then you they tell you to just, he's like, when you're done with this, just raise your hand. So I'm like, great. I'm done. Also, meanwhile, the whole time we're taking the test, like at one point, 
Huggies, you go, you, you like look over because we're kind of sitting in these like weird little cubicles next yeah. to each other. He looks over and he's like, what number are you on? He's like, oh shit, you're going fast. And I was like, I know. And then there was a couple of times where I was like, where we would be like, I don't know what this word yeah, means. What does the word effusive mean? I don't <laughs> yeah. know that word. There, there was one time when I was like, what did I, I looked at you? I was like, Hugs, what is abhorrent yeah, yeah, mean? Abhorrent. <laughs> and you were like, what? I'm like, I think abhorrent means you don't like it. No, you didn't say anything. You kept going, what? And I was like, abhorrent. And you were like, what? And I'm like, abhorrent. <laughs> and you're like, I don't know. And you like no, shove. No, no, that shove was me uh, kind of doing a charades way of saying, oh, no, it means you don't like something. Oh, see, you I, misinterpreted th- me. I, I thought I took that as just say whatever. <laughs> no. So I put middle. If I didn't know a word, I just went with the middle. <laughs> me one. too. So I did okay. middle. I did middle. Okay. So after this. <laughs> so we raise our hand. We raise our hand. You raised your hand two minutes earlier. <laughs> they then proceed to give you an 80 question IQ test. Okay, hold, hold, hold your roll there. I okay. think it's a hundred questions. So, dude comes over. Was it a hundred? It's a hundred questions. Dude comes over. I think I'm done. I'm like, I'm done. He comes over. He goes, okay. Now, he goes, here's this one. This is a, a IQ test. It's a hundred questions. You have thirty minutes. Um, read the instructions and then press start on the timer. And I was like, okay. So my bad hugs. My mistake. I get so over because I'm like, I feel like I did the first one so fast and so good. I was like, I'm going to nail this one. So this one comes and I press start before I read the instructions. Oh, no. Yeah, so I lost some time. Then I realized that the answer sheet numbers didn't match up with the number. It was weird. Yeah, the pamphlet was weird. Like one on the scantron was on the right side. It was almost like the Torah. Yeah, like it's like we're used to going left to right. And this was like right. It was super weird. So it went from super low pressure. Are you good at parties to like (laughs) serious math problems, serious word association, like cloud is terrain is blah, blah, blah is to whatever. And like 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 geometry triangles, like if X is so and so and blah, blah, blah. Well, immediately I had sense memory to SATs mm-hmm. because it's timed. It I'm was like, like an SAT. Yeah, it was a legit IQ test. It was a legit IQ. My, the first question was like, you can get two snow cones for eight cents. How many snow cones would you have if you spent 80 cents? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, and I'm doing fractions for the first time yeah, in 15 years. I, I'm like, oh, you got to <laughs> put the two there and the 10 there. That one there, X, so you multiply I forgot how diagonal to, and you divide up. Huggies, I forgot. I realized I forgot how to divide. You multiply di- diagonal and you divide up. I realize that I forget how to fucking divide. You forget how to solve for X. I literally, I do the thing. I do the like the the, the setup for the divide. And then I'm like, now what? You and forgot division? I forgot division. I forgot <laughs> division. And now I'm like, oh, fuck. So now I'm like stressed. I had to come up with a different way to like solve that problem. Yeah. Anyway, it's all of these like word associations, like solving these problems. It fucking came back to me, man, how like I have a hard time with this because. Now you are freaking out, but at the same time, I turn to you and I go, hugs. I love an IQ test. Oh, and I, I, I did kind of like it. I did too. Here's the deal. I like solving problems. I love a puzzle. I love a puzzle. Yeah. I love these questions. Yeah. I like it. The only thing the that's. The timer. The timer is stressing me out and I'm watching it slowly go down and. I am remembering how like I can't like the big paragraph ones like I have to read something like five times before I can really grasp what the question is. Yes. I would spend three minutes going if Bob is taller than Bill then <laughs> Bill is tall. and I like I I would have and then, and then so I would stop and be like okay so 
Bob is still in the bill. Okay, great. So now I can move on. It was like step by step. Mm-hmm. I was so fucking stressful. I didn't, I only answered like 48. So I only answered half of my IQ test. I don't think it was 100 questions. It def was. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, I, I, look, I feel pretty confident that it's 100, but if you feel confident that it's 80, it doesn't really matter. Okay. So well, my- once the timer goes off, I still had seven questions left, and I just said the classic fill in the bubbles. BC, BC, BC. Well, so here's my problem with that, Hugs. Because you did that, this isn't giving you an accurate IQ. Because you just fucking guessed on, on no, some I'm of like them. just barely, and it was like literally three or four is the last ones. I think you're just saying that now because you're not happy just with your that. result. I'm not just saying that. Yeah, you look over, I look over you, and I'm like, I'm running out of time. I have two minutes. I'm like, I'm only at 40. Well, I got, no, but I got in a groove. Yeah. I, the brain was working. I felt good. I was not like on this like 10 questions in a row. Did you notice too on the IQ test, there was, at least for me, there was a part where I got like seven Ds in a row. I was like, yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So part two. IQ test. Had no idea there was an IQ test in regards to the Scientology person. Before we test. give results, let's talk about the third test. That was the most confusing. <laughs> so, what yeah. The so, hell was that test? So, now I think I'm done. So, now my timer goes off. I'm like, oh, God, thank God. Now I can get my results. Guy comes back. He puts out another sheet and he goes, okay, now just do this. Start the timer when you're ready and turn it off when you're done. Mm hmm. I'm like, okay, this one is the weirdest test it's ever. the weirdest test I've ever taken. And so at the top of it, it said something like, like, answer these questions to the best of your ability without all of the information, basically. So, so meaning this test didn't have a certain formula. There were some sections that like you just had to figure out what the question yeah, even it was. was. Like, it was like an escape room. It was a fucking escape room. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. It was kind of fun though. I kind of liked it. I liked one. it. It was just like, it was almost like a hip, whatever, man, just put your answers. Like one of them was like, all right, question eight, write your name, your first and last name on the left header of the page. Yeah. Circling your last name twice and your first name once. Yeah. I'm like, what? Okay. And I didn't realize that one was time too. And the guy said, the quicker you do it, the better it was. And I guess I took too much time because I didn't score that well on that test. Yeah. So should we do the results for that one first? Because that was like- Well, I don't have the results. He didn't give me the- Oh, I didn't get the paper, but I made him- I wrote it down, what he said. I don't remember what mine is, honestly. Before we say anything, though, here's the thing. We both have our results. Neither of us have shown each other the results of our test. We left there. Also, keep in mind that we had to be back to my car at like six. After we're done with all the tests, and then each of us go to a different Scientologist, and they give us our results- I'm telling them, I'm just like, just keep in mind, I have like 10 minutes to get through this. Yeah, because you're, you're, yeah. Because I have car. to, I have to get to my car. So he did, my dude was super efficient and did like, gave me my results, whatever. Um, so when Hugs and I leave, we bolt out of there. We're kind of excited. We have high energy running to my car. And then we're about to share our results. And then we're like, no. Save it for the podcast. We got to save it. So, so here we are. This is it. Let's flip it. One. Two, three. God. Whoa! <laughs> oh my God! Wait, where's your IQ? Wait, where's your IQ? My IQ. All right, ready? Yeah. For the IQ. Mine's one eleven. Mine's one forty. Oh come on! <laughs> I don't think well, I googled one forty. Yeah. Do you know what that's also known as, Hugs? What? 
genius. Yeah. And you know what? Can I tell you something? Thank you. I knew this was going to happen. Oh, I knew something like this was going to happen. Sweet 140. No, this is, I'm really annoyed. 111. <laughs> well, it's above average. He <laughs> said, so he starts it by going, he goes, you have a very high IQ. And I was like, oh, <laughs> like feeling great. I'm like, what is it? And he's like, well, it's definitely above average. I was like, oh, great. He's like, 111. I was like, okay, what's the scale? And he says like, whatever the highest is, which is like 160 or something, 150. Anyway, I was like, so what is average then? And he goes, one. 10. And I go, so I'm one above That's average? hundreds average. He said 110. He said average. 110. So I go, oh, great. So I'm one above <laughs> average? one above average. Yeah. And he goes, yeah. Look at your test. I'm concerned for my well-being. Whoa. Oh, my God. Well, all right. Here, all right. So let's go over this right now. So pretty much there's a graph. So like, let's say the first thing, if you got 100 on it, you're a stable person. If you get a negative 100, you are unstable. <laughs> so on that one, I got pretty low. I got negative 15. So I'm more on the unstable side. Huggies <laughs> <laughs> got a negative 90. <laughs> no. This is, no, I'm upset. Oh, you are <laughs> almost. I don't want to show you this anymore. Negative 90. Okay, this was a real eye opener. On the stability. No, you have no idea. I had to, I've had to go. Oh, God, you're such a dick. I had a, okay. I had no idea you were going to be so normal. Wow. I thought everyone was going to be as okay. nuts as me. So on the. Wait, I have to explain something to you really quickly. Okay. I just have to, Hugs. So. On the graph, the middle area is normal. He, this is how he explains it to me. He goes, okay. It's a very simple graph. We get it. Middle is zero. That's like. Right. And then you're either going to be. So for stable and unstable, zero would be like you're just the normal one. If you were at like an 80, that means you're pretty damn stable. If you're at a negative 80, that means you're unstable. Right. If you're at a negative 90, that means you're Megan. Okay. <laughs> So, but like, <laughs> so then it's the graph with all the lines. So he goes, he starts by going, um, he goes, okay, so here, that is normal. Now, if you're above, that is high on that. And that is, that means you're lacking in that area. He goes, um, you're very unstable, very, very unstable. And he's looking at me dead in the eyes. Huggies, I, I, I was like, Okay. He look, he goes. You're very. He and he was talking. He was, but kind of with a little bit of a smirk, like he like it's like it's everything's gonna be okay. He was like, "You're very unstable. Um, you're very depressed. You're always nervous. Um, you're pretty uncertain." He explains the normal area again, and he goes, "So see here. So that's normal. You don't fall really." anywhere in normal he's like you are very very high or very very low mm -hmm. and i'm like so i'm extreme and he's like yeah huggies crazy crazy yeah well you are extreme <laughs> i had no idea i was so unstable i had no idea our results were going to be so different so can we keep breaking them down break her down okay so on the stability scale megan was a negative 90 <laughs> and i was a negative 20 so next, happy. A hundred's happy, negative hundred is depressed. Wait, so he goes, he goes, you're not happy. You're depressed. This is this you're guy a, just- You're a negative 80. Which is crazy. Negative. I don't think, I know, but like, Huggies, I don't think I am. Well, here, you got a negative 80 on happy depressed. <laughs> I got a 65. Oh, they're after me. Are you composed or are you nervous? Negative 100 would be nervous. 
You're negative 95. Yes. I got, and I'm pretty nervous too, a negative 40. So he explains it like this to me with that one. Something like, man, I wish I had fucking recorded this because it was blowing my goddamn mind. I was, I was scared for myself. Mm-hmm. Hugs. He goes, with composure. He's like, so composure, negative 95. So you're, he's like, <laughs> he's like, you show your emotions and sometimes you blow up. And basically he wraps it up by saying you're hard to be around. God, hugs. Okay, so look at, look, I know this is a, okay, so wait. So they give you this sheet that kind of explains certain things. And I said, is what you're saying essentially on this explanation sheet? He said, yeah, for the most part, this is who I am. Let me see. You are in a complete state of nervousness. You have no reality to control yourself, even under ordinary circumstances. That's just one paragraph, at the beginning of a paragraph. You are extremely unstable in character. Your memory is bad. And you, that's, that's how it started. So wait, this I didn't get a breakdown like this. Because I, I, I needed to know. Your memory, that's what this is. This is all me. Your memory is bad and you cannot concentrate on concerns at hand or your attention is always fixed compulsively on something. You are undependable and have little self-confidence. Oof. Seriously, you are completely irresponsible. You accuse others of having ruled your life and made it what it is. But this is actually your own fault. Wow. Isn't this- I didn't get that breakdown. You are able to communicate freely with others, but not to the full extent really necessary to be a good social or business success. You may have a tendency to be a bit withdrawn. This may be due to shyness or dislikes of certain people. Certainly, you should be able to talk better with others. Wow. Sorry, this is like, I, I'm like hot. My face is hot right now. I can't believe this. It's all very negative. I can't believe that that's accurate. I love at the top it says <laughs> Megan Hag. Your yeah. fake name. Oh, God. Hugs, I don't think this is accurate. Well, you did good here. You're active. Active. You sc- we scored about the same on the active scale. So you got a 70 on that, Hugs. Mm-hmm. I got a 60. You beat me on that one. Mm-hmm. And you're aggressive. Oh, I'm very aggressive. <laughs> wow, very wow. Irresponsible. You got a negative ninety. <laughs> the, I gotta look at yours. I don't even want to look at yours. I feel like I'm. My I face is hot. Scored okay. You did. How was your meeting? What did he say? He you're said I'm doing pretty good. Yeah. So Huggy's thing, his graph, all kind of falls in the middle. With a little ups and downs. Mine is below the fault line. Below and, and the then only you go one up, that you is go above up for active and aggressive. <laughs> and your IQ is uh one above average. <laughs> that's not that's pretty good. I think I'm smarter than that. My mom says that when I was younger, I took an IQ test and I was very high. I was in gifted. Were you in gifted? Yeah. So was I. I have a high IQ. I don't, I think I'm smarter than this and I don't think I'm this crazy. Ah. Oh, Jesus Christ. I told you hugs. So are you going to go back? I mean, I feel like I should. You're going to go back. No, I'm not going to go Get back. Get some literature. I got a pamphlet. No, hugs. I can't become a goddamn Well, because my, my worst thing was that I'm nervous. Can you believe that I'm a, this much but of a psychopath? But you're very nervous. <laughs> I'm pretty much a psychopath. 
You're not a psychopath, Hugs. Huggies, it's, look, my results are crazy. I want to know what you were answering. I don't know what I answered that would lead anyone like this. They told me I should get the L. Ron Hubbard novel, The Problems of Work. <laughs> oh, he didn't try to fucking sell anything. Oh, he didn't sell anything to me. No, this- he didn't sell, I asked him, I'm like, hey, is there any literature you would recommend for the things that I'm not, do? you know, that I'm lowest on in the scale? Okay, so after all of the tests, we forgot to mention there's this one part where you go up and you hold, you just put your hands on these like handles. So I'm thinking they're going to ask me questions while I'm holding on to it. They don't. You just have your hands on there. He's like, just hold on to that. And then like 30 seconds later, he's like, okay, you can go sit down. And Do they incorporate that into the test? Well, so this is exactly what it is. So I said, I, I was like, so what is that? Oh, so now I'm in the room with the guy. He's telling me that I'm a crazy person mm-hmm. and I, you know, uh, am extremely irresponsible (laughs) (laughs) amongst other things yeah and i say okay so what is the thing the hand thing and he goes oh well that just detects your stress level i said okay so then what are my results and he was like well we don't he's like those are only for us and i was like oh and i was like well what what?" that was the only thing i was kind of shady of going into it as well was like are they gonna like hold this information that's why i put so many fake things this is what it is which i actually find to be super interesting is like He's like, that's only for us. And I said, well, what are, what are you going to do with that? I don't get it. Like, I, so you can't tell me? And he's like, well, I mean, I could. I have the information somewhere, but like, that's not what it's for. And I was like, well, what? I don't get it. And he's like, and, and so then it kind of, I caught on to it. And I was like, oh, so that's just for you. So basically, whatever those results are, help you better communicate with me. He said, exactly. So think about that based off of the things that they're getting, stress levels or whatever, mm-hmm. they must have like a guide for all of these people that like if you if somebody is in this area or this area, whatever, they respond better to this kind of tactic or they, you know what I mean? This mm-hmm. is how to communicate with a certain person. Yeah. And it's so fucking spot on because I couldn't believe how well we communicated in that little box. Oh, yeah. Also, he's telling me I'm like the worst person alive. But he said it very sweetly. Yeah. Gently. Yes. And he said it where I didn't freak out. I didn't lose my shit. I was like, so much. So I left. We're walking out, and I'm like, he was so nice. Like I, he, I was in a trance because of that handle thing. Because he knows how to fucking communicate with me. I wish I could see your test. I want to like go answer by answer, like what we put differently. I was telling this to my mom, and she was like, because I was the biggest thing that when I left that I kept, couldn't stop laughing about. And while I was there is just like how straight faced and how efficient and blunt he was telling me these crazy things about myself, mm-hmm. you know, just saying you're extremely irresponsible. You are extremely unstable in character. You're extremely uh, depressed and unhappy. So he's saying these things as if they're statements. And I was blown away by how he's just saying these terrible things to me in such a matter of fact way without even fluffing it up you would think that if you're saying something bad to somebody you would fluff it up like don't get yeah but he well that's our biggest difference to the one where we differentiate the most from one another is happiness but hugs i think that that's what that stress detector is my mom when i explained this to her she was like that's why he was so forthright or whatever the word is with you because he really you don't want bullshit yeah. I am, and that's how I, I'm not a bull. Like, if I sense bullshit, I'm like, not a No, the guy didn't bullshit me either. He's like, oh, you're pretty happy. I'm like, yeah, I am pretty happy. 
And that's our biggest difference. My, my happiness was plus 65 and yours was <laughs> negative. What was yours? 80. Hugs, are you okay? I know. Are you happy? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, see, that's where I don't understand this like look there's certain things that sure i can like i think i would fall underneath like in terms of like composure i i know i'm not well composed if i'm if i get into a heated thing like there are certain things that like i'm aware of but the idea that i'm a negative 95 happy (laughs) is not even accurate like and and he's like you're very depressed and it's like i'm not like look yeah i have like ups and downs my brain is very like I can go to a dark place if I am there, like if I allow myself in certain scenarios, but like I don't live in a cloud. Right. So I don't know. That's, I honestly don't know. Hmm. Well, as long as you say you're happy, hugs. Oh God. Now you're like, the energy has totally changed. Now you're like concerned. I don't know. I didn't know your results are going to be like that, but whatever. It's a Scientology personality test. What do they know? I mean, you seem weird now. I'm not weird, hugs. Do you not? Should we not be? Are you not, are you not interested in being my friend? Because I, no. I, I have a negative ninety-five on lack of accord. <laughs> what is what is lack of accord? I don't know what that I means. Have no fucking clue. Oh lack of accord is that I. You are quite. Oh, so this is another thing. I don't know how accurate it is, hugs, because then he tells me basically that I have no empathy. He legit goes, "You are." Qu- just imagine some man straight face saying this to you. You are cold blooded and heartless. <laughs> okay. That is what it says. You, your complete inability to project yourself into another person's place or situation and thus better understand that person's causes, causes you great deal of difficulty, blah, 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 goes on about how, how I'm cold blooded and heartless. And, it, and dude, I'll tell you right now, that's one of my bigger strengths that I can say with full fucking confidence is that I have... Which letter was that for? So much goddamn empathy. Like, I really do. Which letter was that for? Um, I. I. Yeah. I got a plus 50 on that. It's like, I don't know how I was answering this test. Like, Hmm. I have so much empathy, Hogs. And I'm not trying to even... No, you do. I I, I feel like you have tons of empathy. I know that I do. I don't even need to stress this. Like, I know that I do. Yeah. So that's where I'm like, there's... I don't know. Hmm. It's concerning, though, that I... I mean... It's... (laughs) (laughs) I'm just stoked about my IQ. I also don't know how accurate that is. 140. I don't think that's accurate. Last time I took an IQ test was before... Uh, to get into gifted, so it was literally when I was like eleven, mm-hmm. and I got a one forty-eight. All right, so maybe you. That's are. what my mom said. Okay. I don't know if that's accurate. Do you know if you're? I feel like I completely, excuse me, dominated this podcast for obvious reasons. Yeah, and I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Are there? Is there anything that you would? I don't want to. God, I don't want to be too dominant. I don't no, be too no, no, no. I'm like, I'm gonna go about my life tiptoeing around every goddamn thing. <laughs> don't tiptoe. Um, no, I just thought it was an interesting experience, and I, I was, I couldn't believe <laughs> how crazy you are. No, not you. For me, just the experience of the whole thing. They, they were just very. I, 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 I had a better understanding after today, uh, as to why people join Scientology. Yeah. There's uh, a friendliness and there's a openness to it. And they weren't that weird 
and it didn't feel like I was in a cult. It just felt like I was taking this test. They didn't try to sucker me into it. The guy broke down. If it makes you feel better, too, when they were breaking down my things, he's like, you're very nervous. So, like, anything where I was below, he was, like, being hypercritical. And he was explaining to me how Scientology could make me, you know, be better in these things. And they show before and after graphs of certain mm-hmm. people after they've done the program and how their things have gotten better. But, you know. He was careful with I me. I think it's a bunch of. He was careful with me in how to pitch the whole program to me, I think, because he was he didn't afraid pick, I was yeah, going to. Yeah, no, no. He, and the pitch to me wasn't that hard either. No, it was not. It was not a heavy pitch. It wasn't. It didn't make me feel like. Like honestly, at the end of it, I was expecting him to be like, "So, would you like to write a yeah. check for fifty dollars to take our first class?" Yeah. Well, it was none of that. Yeah, I, did, I think this is how they get you. I'm going back just because I want to get the <laughs> written analysis. I think he. I think he didn't say anything like that because he thought I was going to punch him because I'm heartless and aggressive. I w- oh, you should have recorded the response. I seriously. That's why. Because as soon as he started and he's fl- flat outside, you're cold blooded and heartless. I was like. Can I, I legit said, can I record? Yeah. This other people have to hear what I'm going through. Oh my God. What are you looking up now? I looked up, does a person's IQ change over time? Is, do you have a set IQ or does it change? I think you generally have a set IQ. Well, this says, yes, your IQ can change over time. I think just a little bit though. IQ tests give you the same answer to a very uh, substantial extent. Even over a period of a year, the older you are, the more stable your test score will be. So if anything, it's going to. Are strong than most vitality IQ childhood. Okay, well, are you I, gonna try Scientology? That's what I want to know. No, Hugs, I'm not gonna try Scientology. Might be good. I just like don't like that now you're like concerned about me. <laughs> I'm not, I'm just making a joke. Oh my gosh. Well, I don't think you are. I am. I am making a joke. Are you going to put this on your fridge? Yeah, I'm going to frame it. <laughs> frame it up. <laughs> Which ones did you circle? Why did you circle these points? He get, there. I didn't circle them. He did. Those are clouds. Uh, you don't have any clouds? No clouds. Yeah, these are, I think, worrisome areas. Oh, well, no, that's good. If you're up, that's good. Anything up here is good. Well, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, hugs. You're I mean, fine. I... Th- Look, if I had endless money, right? You would join. Maybe. Look, I can identify with a lot of the things he said. Mm-hmm. As as strongly as he was putting them out there, I don't believe, right? But like, right. of course I identify with certain things. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, it gets you thinking. And then you're like, oh, I do need to improve in these areas. And I think that they're dramatizing it. They're making it bigger than it actually is. Yeah. But... I still want to really start meditating. I know we joked about that a few podcasts ago, but I genuinely want to start doing it. Yeah, I don't think it was a joke. I genuinely do, too. Every every friend that has ever done it has been like, yep, completely changed. As soon as I started meditating, my life changed for the better. Yeah. Completely. Well, apparently I have to figure something out. You'll be fine. It's a bunch of (laughs) hooey-fooey. Throw it out the window. That was fun, though. I'm glad we did that today. And I'm... (laughs) I can't believe your results. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Well, oh wow. Been going for a while here. We gotta go. I gotta get back into things. We gotta go. I gotta like call my family and make sure they're not gonna. I have to call my family. I have to call my therapist. When was the last time you saw your therapist? <laughs> you are so genuinely concerned about my well being. <laughs> right. no, it's okay. Oh, God. Oh, you're good. You're good. This just solidifies 
any person who I've ever been in an argument with. (laughs) You're good. I don't believe any of it. I don't believe any of it, Hugs. We're good. All right. Thoughts and prayers to people in Florida right now. 100%. Irma is nothing to mess around with. And unfortunately, a lot of my friends and family are not leaving because it's hard, man. It's hard getting out of there. So I hope everyone's okay. Me too. It's kind of scary. But uh, yeah, we're going to just kick it, I guess. I'm sorry that I dominated this podcast. No, it's okay. I'm going to go watch Narcos. Have you seen that? No. A lot of reading. A lot of reading in Narcos. No, I'm not very uh, stable. You're fine, Hugs. <laughs> I'm going to go watch Narcos. <laughs> you do whatever you do, Hugs. I, got, I think I got to call them. You're going to call Scientology. <laughs> All right, there's going to be a Scientology follow-up episode for sure. Uh, but yeah, we're going we're gonna to get out of here. Until next time, thank you for listening to Thanks. Hugs. And Hugs. <laughs>